0: Man, I re- I miss wearing a dress. Really? What uh? What kind of dresses? I used to. I had this lovely yellow dress with like blue flowers on it when I was in college, and it's it's lost to the annals of time. You think you could find another one similar to it? I don't know. Especially not now, because I would have I would want to try it on before I before I purchased it. But can't go anywhere. Can't do anything. Wow. The-
1: well, that story really led down to a, a a hole of
0: we were we were on such a high. I had to bring it all the way back. You had down. to
1: bring it down. I really loved wearing this dress in college. Do You think you'll ever find it again? No. <laughs>
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood hour. Who are we? Well, my name is Evan William Crockett and this is my trusty co-host... Josh. Josh! Well, we're best friends. We've been best friends since high school. We come together once a week and we pick a movie from our childhood-ish. And then at the end of this episode, that movie gets a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind or Reject and Reject and Noting Whether It's Worth Your Time or Whether It's Simply a. <sighs> I tried
1: quarantine getting to you
0: I tried to do it all in one breath and I, I ran oh, out oh is that, that what person. happened oh, yeah, oh wow yeah.
1: oh okay I'm pretty impressed then you almost got there
0: I almost got there I, think, I wonder I think.
1: what I can do in one breath let's hear it <laughs> great audio <laughs> 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 oh let's get that let's see. let's see what Josh can do in one breath music
0: Oh man,
1: it it was all in one breath too. You recorded it in one breath, you edited whoever edited it in one breath. It was beautiful. Um great segment. I did all that one breath. I was making up breathing sounds, it wasn't actually me breathing. I'm not gonna breathe for the rest of this episode.
0: No, 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 don't do that. You'll you'll die again. You can't do that. Josh, tell the lovely folks what we watched this week.
1: We watch Mrs. Doubtfire.
0: Mrs. Doubtfire, a 1993 American comedy drama directed by Chris Columbus, starring uh, Robin Williams, starring Sally Field. We got Pierce Brosnahan, Her- Harvey Firestein, and Robert Prosky. At least that's who's listed as on the Wikipedia page. Thanks, bit Wikipedia. Thank you Wikipedia. Thank you Wikipedia. So um so you know Hold on. What?
1: Wait, who's Christopher Columbus again? He comes up like every other episode and I keep forgetting. What did he do?
0: Well, he's a director and he he did a bunch of these like 90s movies. Um he he directed Home Alone. He did um Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah, did yeah, Mrs. Yeah, Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah. He did I'm, l- I'm just looking at his thing. He did. He did a couple of the Harry Potter movies. Um,
1: oh yeah, he did the first one. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I got you now. He's like a navy's ass. Oh my phone! 80s- I, I
0: actually dropped my phone. How did that happen? Oh, are you okay? So now that we've spent a whole minute talking about Chris Columbus, this is. Um, Let's yeah, talk about the second navy's. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin Williams. This is this is a Robin Williams flick. Um, from, from the early nineties, this is, this is probably one of my first introductions to Robin Williams. How about you? Oh. HPU, B. Uh, I, well,
1: it, I'm trying to remember what my first introduction to Robin Williams is uh, before I, you, know, I have somehow have a memory of us watching this together. I really? don't think we did though. I don't know.
0: I I, I know do not did. have that memory, but I mean, I guess it's possible we've been friends for too long. Too long, but I somehow,
1: I I feel like we're connected in this movie somehow, and I just don't really understand why. Like I was watching it, and I was like, "Haha, Evan and I in high school." Really? Yeah.
0: Oh my god! I, I don't know. Well, I don't know where that
1: comes from, but uh, you know, this wasn't. I don't. I'm. I can't say this was my first Robin Williams. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I watched Mork and Mindy.
0: Oh, did you?
1: Yeah, Nick at Night.
0: Okay, yeah, I was never, I was never a Mork and Mindy boy, um, but you know, when I when I was a kid, I mean, I think when we were both kids, I think a lot of people out there, um, uh, Robin Williams was was and is a part of a part of their childhood. Um, you know, with movies like this, I remember Flubber, Patch Adams. Oh, um, how many
1: how many Robin Williams have we done now? Because we did.
0: I think we uh oh, we did we did hook fern and gully, we did fern gully. Uh, you know what this might Jumanji. be? Jumanji. No, we haven't done Jumanji yet. We haven't? We have not done Jumanji yet. I know. Why do
1: I have a Oh god.
0: I think you've you've suggested it a couple of times and I have I've been like okay not yet not yet. Cuz we we will definitely get around to Jumanji. Um Thank god. But before we we talk even more about our childhood or anything, Josh, you want to hit him with a synopsis? Oh
1: yeah, let's understand the f- context of what we're fucking talking about for once. God,
0: wow, that's so harsh, Browns. You want some ketchup? <laughs> oh my god, no, I like that joke. Whoa, harsh Browns. <laughs> oh my god, that's how. No, it's that's me how much you know that like we have been recording too many episodes. Is like when something funny happens, you're like oh, wow, I did like that. and like, <laughs> I actually like it. <laughs> I know that you did like it, but instead of laughing, you were like, wow, that was a funny thing.
1: <laughs> well, I'm also still holding my breath, so I'm probably not processing. Uh,
0: okay, stop. You going. can breathe.
1: No, I'm holding it the whole time. Okay, here we go. I'm going to choose the last synopsis I can find on IMDb. It just I'm going for it. All right. So this comes to us from another Yahoo email address. How far would an ordinary father go to spend more time with his children? Daniel Hillard is no ordinary father, so when he learns his ex-wife needs a housekeeper, he applies for a job. With the perfect wig, a little makeup, and a dress for all occasions, he becomes Mrs. Doubtfire, a devoted British nanny who is hired on the spot. Free to be the, in quotation marks, woman, he never knew he could be. The disguised Daniel creates a whole new life with his entire family.
0: Okay. I hated the way I wrote that. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, you committed. I committed. Oh, don't be that sad. That was Mrs. Gosh, you, you need somebody to bring you up? Yes. Do you need a compliment?
1: I don't know. I feel like I've i've uh i don't deserve any more compliments i've been given too many
0: all right you've been giving too many no that means you need to get one baby okay um you are currently tickless this is true
1: i did find my very first tick on me uh this morning so yeah thank you i don't know how that's a compliment but i do enjoy that, yeah, that less, i not any ticks on me
0: less worries about lyme disease probably you should probably check your scalp
1: uh i did thoroughly
0: okay okay um wh- what are we talking oh we're here we're recording a podcast for Yo, you we do it. you do okay. read the-
1: mrs <laughs> Doubtfire.
0: <laughs> so mrs Doubtfire. um yeah this one was definitely a, a a constant rewatch in in the household um i remember th- and this came out in 93 so i was we were both five um, so I was still in Kansas City when this one came out, but I, I distinctly remember rewatching this one a bunch when I was a kid um, with all of my cousins, with my brothers and, and everything like that. And um, I, I don't think that I've revisited it so much as an adult, like maybe once or mm-hmm. twice in my 20s. Um, but it hasn't really been one that I've that I've kind of gone back to. Um, wh- wh- what about you?
1: Yeah. I same
0: All right. brothers, well, family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh this was this was this was an I uh, an Eileen pick for sure.
0: Okay. Uh shout outs to Eileen.
1: Shout outs to Eileen love you, girl. last name withheld. Oh yeah. Love you, love you girl. <laughs> love you, love you,
0: love you, girl. It's just, I guess I in case anybody not, I, doesn't, oh, she's not listening to this podcast Yeah, no, anymore. she's too far real. behind. That's Josh's mom. For for anybody she's, who's like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> um, continue. I put so
1: much time withholding my name, but I'm giving out other personal information. You know, uh, no, she. I mean, we all loved Robin Williams growing up, and uh, yeah, this was a this was this was a family one. It, I I think we might have seen it in theaters. Mm-hmm but this was, I we I don't think we had it on uh, like VHS or anything, but when it came on, we would stop and watch it because, yeah. you know, it's a it's a family oriented movie and it's got some, you know, morals in there about like fatherhood and family and raising kids. And yeah, of course, just Robin Williams doing gags, which is the backbone of 90s cinema. Uh, so <laughs> it, it, it definitely popped up uh but no i i i, I think i had watched this probably within the past i'm gonna say between seven and nine years uh
0: <laughs> okay well okay i know i
1: could get it down i can get it down let's say uh eight eight and a quarter <laughs> yeah I'm not. Even, I don't even know what year that was. So I'm just gonna call it eight and a quarter.
0: Okay. It's yeah. It's rack. not like we're in an even year that's easily divisible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fuck. It's I should have just thought about what year it was. <laughs>
0: <Jesus sighs> Christ. Anyway. Well. Okay. I I have one more question before we kind of get into um uh, get into our our own background with with the movie. Um, Okay. Well, the first thing is this movie it's based on a book, uh, Alias Madame Doubtfire by, by Anne Fine. I've never read it. Um, Alias Madame Doubtfire. Yeah, I think it's a.
1: F- is it by John Paul Sartre.
0: No, it's by Anne Fine, but I think it's I think it is French. Um. or no, it's no, it's English. But then maybe the nanny is French. Anyway. Um, okay. But but very successful movie. the budget of it was 25 million box office 441.3 million. It was the second highest grossing film of 1993 worldwide. Um, oh wow so even though it received somewhat mixed reviews, um, it still is it's high up on the list of like of all-time comedies it's it's in um, the American Film Institute's. Uh, 100 years of 100 laughs it's it's number 67 um so you know some some mixed critical acclaim with some some kind of um you know all that shit but the the thing that i was curious about for you is because this movie takes place in san francisco does this movie make you nostalgic at all like for the bay area
1: no it doesn't um you know, it's weird. I actually we uh, there's a lot of stuff that I watch that ha- there's been a lot of more shows that I've been watching recently that have San Francisco in them. Anyway, uh, no, I you know it doesn't really. I don't really feel that. And also, I don't think I was in San Francisco yet when this movie came out and when we were watching it. I feel like it predated that. This was like elementary school stuff, which I was still in Santa Clara around. Oh, then. okay, okay. And and even when I was in. The Bay Area and I was young. I wasn't really in San Francisco. I was True. in Marin, and it was, you know we yeah. only went over to the into the into the city for like special occasions and stuff. So when I look back, and it's always like it's like trolley cars and Golden Gate Bridge and all that stuff. I'm just like uh, I don't know that not realize doesn't have that much to do with me.
0: Yeah, the only thing that it makes me think about is just how completely different the world of early '90s San Francisco is from you know post tech oh my boom God. and dot-com boom and just like all, when it was just a
1: nice neighborhood city like yeah there.
0: when it was like oh this is kind of an interesting city like how quirky is it that all these buildings are so small <laughs> and now i look yeah. at it and i'm just like holy Playhouse. shit how did an out of work voiceover artist in robin williams who works in a warehouse Like, how did he get that nice two-bedroom apartment in San Francisco?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then he gets divorced, and he can still afford a place without a job.
0: Well, no, that's what I mean, because they were living in, like, a a straight-up house. But, like, that kind of made sense, because Sally Field was, like, a lawyerly person. But then for him to then move into, like, this, you know, apartment... Anyway, it just was... Call call me too realistic an adult nowadays, but, like... There's just no freaking way that would happen now. Um, but what is going to happen now is we're going to talk about our feelings about the movie right after this break. Hey, Tapes, Tapes, Tapes fans. We have exciting news to share.
1: Evan is doing a guest spot on episode 213. That's episode 213 of the PJC cast. The PJC cast explores hypothetical situations and would-you-rather questions. It's super fun. You can find them on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Play. Well, you can actually find them any place that you would find tapes, tapes, tapes. Don't forget, our boys Evan and Josh love to get fan mail. You can send them an email at 88tapesbaby at gmail.com. Hope you're staying healthy during this tough time. We appreciate you listening, and we're happy to be injecting some fun distraction into this surreal hellscape. Enjoy the rest of the show.
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tapes, Tapes, Tapes. Oh, God, God. (laughs) (laughs) God. Are
1: you just looking up
0: to the sky
1: and going, what is, how do I get out of this?
0: (laughs) More like, how do I get into it? uh anyway well welcome back now it's the portion of the podcast where we talk about what we either liked about it or (laughs) didn't
1: like we're gonna continue talking about whatever we were just talking about (laughs) who fucking knows
0: all right well what what did you what did you think this was this was one that i foisted upon you um, yeah, you
1: chose this kind of at the last moment too. We we had an eleventh hour pick.
0: We we, we did. had something
1: loaded <laughs> in, and then it's a surprise for later
0: on. Yeah, it's a, it's a, we we've put in the groundwork for something bigger. <laughs> no spoilies. <laughs> but um, Good. so I I kind of foisted this one upon Josh at the eleventh hour. So, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> No way. No way. I I cannot set you up. I can't. I've said this many times in the podcast. I cannot set you up any better than that. for, for, For you to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, what are we
1: doing? Let me loosen up.
0: But oh,
1: shirt okay here we go uh it was good <laughs> all right well
0: thank you everybody for listening to this oh my episode. god you know
1: what it, i i just i honestly i've pulling those ticks off of the dog and finding one on me is just like throwing oh, me for oof. such a fucking loop yeah i'm trying i'm imagine. here i'm present it's like we're in the middle of like moving and then the ticks and it's like, no, let's watch Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> which is like, it's like, Oh, nostalgia yeah. movie that I love. But like, you kind of have to like get into it and feel it to really enjoy it. And like, mm. I kind of fought that. Uh, but I got, I got into it. So uh, I, I watched it earlier today, actually.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of had to
1: really, really carve out some time for it. And um, I watched it with Sienna and uh, we both, uh, we, we were both present, you know, it, it's like so much of Robin Williams, like delivery and stuff just holds up so well. It just like makes you want to like jump into the movie even farther. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we, we, we both, we both had a good time. I uh, am definitely a little bit more, I, I guess, sensitive to probably the same things that you're probably experiencing, which is a lot of the. A lot of the subject matter for like some of the jokes and humor that are chosen in there, yeah. especially dealing with you know cross-gendered issues, sure, and, uh, you know being like trans, you know, tra- uh, you know transsexual or whatever the case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know, I definitely had a lot of fun watching it, and because I definitely have a nostalgia bone for this movie, and it got picked. Mm-hmm. It. It went, this is yours, and it, I, I stood up, and I went, here it is, and it took it out of my hands, and I got a little sad, but then it played it like a little fiddle, and it felt good. And uh, What? I was, yeah, they played me my nostalgia bone like a fiddly. Uh, okay, okay. Me, 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 nostalgia bone. And the, uh, good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. W-
1: yeah. I, I, it's yeah. I, it was fun. It was good. Honestly, I walked away from it going like I had as good as an experience as I thought I was going to have. It didn't like destroy me. It didn't like you know make me feel too much. It was just like here's Robin Williams doing another really good Robin Williams.
0: Yeah. I I would agree. I mean, I, I definitely I can see where you're coming from with like you, you kind of have to be invested in this movie because um i mean it's a pretty serious subject matter like it's 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 a it's a divorce like and it got sienna all teared up by the end oh really yeah yeah
1: it's tough one
0: yeah it's 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 amazing i mean for for me my parents uh aren't divorced they're still together i mean i know that that's the case for you but for morgan it's different like her and she's kind of got a whole history with, with this movie and a lot of the themes from this movie. Um, her parents separating and, um, and you know, g- gender identity and, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, mm. she definitely has a very special attach- attachment to this movie. Um, and it just being in the Bay Area and she is such, like, a Bay Area, you know, she, she's...
1: Oh, yeah. So she did feel it in this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it... I think it was nostalgic for, for her um, on that level. I mean, she agreed with, with the point that I made before before the break, which was just like, okay, well, this is impossible to happen now, like, you know, um, or for anything like this to happen now. But I, I really liked it. My nostalgia bone got triggered. I remembered everything that happened. I remembered being a little kid and having, like, a little bitty baby crush on Pierce Brosnan, who was James Bond at the time that this came out. Oh my god. He's not even, you know what? He's the, supposed to be kind of like the bad guy because
1: he's the other man in the movie, but yeah, like but
0: he's, he's not, not that bad. He's really not a bad guy. Like, but I he's just When I so right here's around. a question I have for you though. Like when you were a kid, did you think he was the bad guy?
1: No, because I didn't understand what divorce was.
0: Oh, okay. I, when I I was uh, a kid, honestly, I definitely I, thought yeah. he was a bad guy, but then when I watch it now, I'm like, "Oh no, he's just like the guy that's dating your ex wife. You He's know. just trying
1: to make do with his fucking life. I'm like, yeah, good for you. He because he literally says in it like I'm get I'm getting old. I'm getting to be forty. Which come on, uh, and he <laughs> sure. is like, I want to try to settle down and meet somebody you know that's worth worth my time and quit fooling around. I'm like, F- g- good.
0: Like, yeah, sure. and you land Sally Fields too. Like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I. It was it was a very different experience watching this as like an adult who you know now I'm married I've been married it'll be five years this year um, that that I've been married and we don't have kids or anything but I definitely know other people who do have kids and I have a little bit more of like an a quote unquote adult relationship to just the concept of divorce and everything and yeah. from that perspective this movie holds up really well in contrast to a movie like. Hook, one of the biggest problems that I had with that Robin Williams movie, um, and also with like Liar Liar, was like, in both of those movies, there was the dad who was just screwing up the whole time, and then at the end, everybody forgives him for no real good reason. Just, just for
1: being funny, just being the
0: actor. Yeah, just for kind of whatever. Um But in this case, Robin Williams, like, he, he really does better himself through the guise of this other character. And then at the end of the movie, they still don't end up together and it's fine. Like, yeah, they, he, he, he embetters himself. He's able to kind of show his own growth, albeit in kind of a disturbing, weird way. And like the way that that comes out is, is not so great because then his ex-wife is like, holy shit, you were dressing up like an English woman and coming into my house. Like, you know, that's obviously pretty, Pretty. intentions to nice. say that's pretty. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's it's
1: very and fucked like up. trying to like like meddle with like your affairs with other people and your fucking kids.
0: I will say though, and, I don't know he if he gets this punished experience. for it. Like he, you know, yeah. the judge is like, no, you, you know, I'm giving sole custody to the to the mom.
1: Yeah, I I I don't I I I might be alone in this, but. I feel like Robin, like especially at the start of the movie, like he, like it feels, it felt a little blown out to proportion that he, he, that she got sole custody over the kids. Just from the context of what we see in the movie, from like the, you know the party and all those things, I was like, damn, he's really getting. They're really riding him hard for like mm, for like what yeah. I'm seeing. Like i I thought he should have got gotten off. I mean I understand for the sake of the story and all that stuff like to progress. But in that first scene, it's like here's a party at a house where there's like I guess like farm animals running around and shit. And then that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I could understand that in like okay in the context of like here's a bunch of things that we haven't seen. And this was like, I can't take this anymore. But since that's the only thing that we're seeing, like he's just trying to throw a fucking good time for his kids. But I don't and think that's like, the
0: reason that he, he didn't get like, they didn't get 50, 50 split custody. I think it was because he was unemployed and he didn't, he yeah. didn't have a place of his own. And, and the courts are just going to default to like, well, okay, which parent is bringing in money, which parent is having like a sustainable life for their kid.
1: I guess so. I mean, I really don't know a lot about, you know, divorce law. I think so it's that, I mean, I guess that, that makes don't sense know to en- me.
0: enough about divorce. I think that's nice.
1: Oh, ignorance is bliss.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I certainly hope that I don't have to deal with it. Um, and I don't think that we will. I'm all, I'll, I'll put that on record. Um, <laughs> well, we're glad we got
1: that on tape. <laughs>
0: Here we are. Um but yeah. Anyway, I mean, go, going, you know, we we can't really talk about this movie without talking about like some of the gags because this movie. I mean, yeah, we we've talked about like the subject matter and how it deals with all the subject matter, but this movie is a comedy, and and it's I think it's Robin Williams kind of right in his prime. Um, what are what are some of your favorite gags or like sequences?
1: Uh, I th- well, the most memorable. I think all the most memorable gags just have to do with. Uh, robin williams just trying to keep his act together and failing because that's the fun of this whole movie is like him trying to do the double like that dinner scene is just so memorable Oh to me. man
0: where he's uh, flitting between the guy who he's kind of auditioning yeah, for and it, the family
1: it, it, <laughs> it's the worst case scenario in both because it's pierce pierce brosnan showing up with like a diamond necklace and trying to push her in his direction and then The guy trying to offer him a job, but, like, making him down whiskey after, like, (laughs) who's able to put away whiskey that fast? Jesus Christ. I'm watching this and going, like, how's this guy... Drinking that much and still able to hold the conversation, but well, he was and, drinking like, at both
0: for, tables. Did you notice that? Like that was definitely something. Yeah. As an adult, I'm like, oh, he has like a he has a drink going he's at the be family growing up in the morning, and a drink going like drinks at going at the other table. <laughs> like, hold, oh, and shit. he still
1: ha- <laughs> he still has the cognizance to be able to give Pierce Brosnan the Heimlich maneuver. Like, I think that's formidable. honestly. <laughs> and like, I love oh, that yeah. he just shows up at. <laughs> The, the guy's table that has the job in the outfit yes. and he's just like totally makes the wrong oh, that went was to the great. wrong table and he has to go for it i think that's my favorite gag <laughs> but like in its simplest form like i think oh hello is the most memorable
0: oh yeah when he has phrase when, yeah yeah when he i mean that that's what i was gonna say is when he's got the um who is it? It's like it's, the cake frosting. It's thing. the person who is basically judging him whether or not he he has like a sustainable environment for the kids, whatever yeah. that that woman's name is. Who, by she's the way, a liar, was liar liar. Yeah, I was just gonna say she's the she's Jim Carrey's assistant, liar liar. Um, like that whole scene where he's pretending that Mrs. Doubtfire is his own sister, and like he's flitting back and forth between Ms. Doubtfire. He puts the pie on his face. <laughs> You know,
1: now that I'm actually thinking about it, probably one of the more memorable scenes, not necessarily in a good way, is when he when the when he's got in that scene, he's got the mask and he accidentally knocks it out the window.
0: Oh yeah, and the truck runs over it.
1: And the truck runs it over. And I think I saw this when I was really young, and I you know I was young, so I didn't really understand how latex works. Or, like, any of that stuff. And I remember, not specifically, but just the general feeling of watching that scene and seeing, like, the mask get run over and seeing it flatten that I think kind of made me uneasy or uncomfortable. Like,
0: oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay, her sure. face
1: got squished.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Wow, I don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I liked... Um, I also liked the scene where they're at the pool and, like... And Robin Williams is... Throwing limes at the back of Pierce Brosnan's head. Oh my god!
1: I love. I loved watching how much he mm. like openly mistreats Pierce Brosnan <laughs> yeah. at every possible opportunity. And he actually gets more bold as the movie goes on. Yeah. I love it. He starts off like, "Oh, what a nice fellow! You shouldn't be encroaching on <laughs> yeah, her her marriage." But like, oh, yeah. then he's just like, "I don't give a fuck!" Like you're. <laughs> she's got crabs and
0: yes that's right oh my god dude yeah so much of the dialogue is is so it's i i just think it really i mean i you know no spoilies for what i'm eventually going to rate it but this movie really holds up like from the dialogue from a pacing perspective from the cinematography like i i guess the the prosthetics don't really hold up that much like this got in an oscar for makeup though like i think it it did well i i not i mean maybe it's just for me i didn't know that did it it won an oscar for that
1: i'm almost i could be wrong here let me actually look it up let it won me an academy award for best award.
0: makeup oh and it so won it won best picture oh no yeah academy award yeah you're right so that's the oscars <gasps> i was right you're right yeah so it, it did win an oscar for best makeup and then it won the golden globe for best uh musical comedy and robin williams won for best actor in a musical or comedy best
1: musical comedy what no 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 it's saying they,
0: they do one <laughs> is there a song that i miss <laughs> no no that they, i get up
1: to pee every single time they
0: lump every musical and comedy into one category so they they have best oh. picture and then they have best picture musical slash comedy because they don't think that musicals and comedies are have as much worth as like dramas. So yeah, wow. that that's how the golden I'm Globes learning do so it. much right now. <laughs> yeah, you're sorry
1: everybody for
0: being the voice of
1: your podcast experience for oh. however many years it's been.
0: You you've gone on record as being an anti-anti award boy. I am. I don't like Acolytes. And I any kind. do. Um, no awards for anybody. Who was Homecoming King? So Josh, what do you... <laughs> is there anything else you need to say about the movie? <laughs> not, not about the movie. <laughs> uh you know Such a th- i didn't even remember that you <laughs> were in the running for the, that
1: i yeah i i the, i knew the votes how many votes oh my God. i wait for listeners <laughs> uh, when Evan and i no, were in high school it.
0: don't explain it <laughs> he
1: was uh, okay i was second
0: yeah, and I was I was first. All right. I w- I only wanted to win it so I could tear up tear it up. <gasps> Wait, front of now my headcanon is that that is why you hate award shows <laughs> because you didn't win homecoming king. Oh high no! School.
1: I hope that's not true. <laughs> is my life predicated on that moment? Oh no! Ugh, gross. Well, I'm learning too much about myself today. I don't like it. All
0: right. Any anything Ticks. else we need to we need to say about the movie? I still haven't movie? breathed.
1: Uh, you know, I think I'm good. <laughs>
0: Okay, Josh. I think I'm good. I think we're- Great host. (laughs) Great, great host. I'm going to drag you through this thing, babe. Josh, do you give 1993's Mrs. Doubtfire, and by the way, in parentheses, I apologize for all of the times that I accidentally said Ms. Doubtfire. It is Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: Yeah, I made that mistake too. I tried
0: looking for it
1: on- Fucking HBO Go or something. And I was like, it's not on here? Yeah.
0: Oh, it's Mrs. It's Mrs. Doubtfire. So I'm sure that I've done it in the recording of this episode. Sorry. Um, Sorry, Robbie. Do you give this movie, Mrs. Doubtfire, 1993, a rating of Be Kind and Rewind or Reject and Reject, baby? I
1: give this a... Wow, great! Great audio. Uh, <laughs> people love this part. They're waiting with bated breath at the. Uh, eject, uh, no, uh, be kind of rewind.
0: Whoa, oh, you whoa. see that faked out Okay, yeah, you faked freaked, you freaked out. me out there for a second. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute.
1: I don't know. You know, I as soon as I started watching this movie, I immediately got sad because sometimes oh, it's so hard to watch Robin Williams movies.
0: Yeah. And at the same
1: time, I feel like it's hard to watch any of his movies and not go, fuck, dude, that was Robin Williams. Yeah. Like,
0: he really was singular. He really was a singular talent. Like,
1: so. Yeah. And I and I think for this movie, because there's a lot of uh, Robin Williams movies I would I would be kind of in a why just because it has Robin Williams in it. Sure. Uh but this one in pro- it just—it's—I think it's—it's it's a it, of his movies that he did in the '90s, which there are plenty of good ones. Uh, it's a very well-rounded movie. It's got a good message. It uh, all yeah. the humors and gags hold up. Yeah, I got—I really—I don't have too many beeps with it. Aside aside from its uh, portrayal of how people felt about uh, you know transgender and uh, you know,
0: yeah, it's it's kind of homophobic.
1: Those things. It's very homophobic. Like his kids' reaction, the boss's reaction, everybody's like, yeah. "You're a woman with a
0: dick. We need to kill you." Essential, right? Right? Exactly. As yeah. his his son is like, "You're a freak," and it's like, "Oh, Jesus Christ." Um. Yeah, I I'm not going to beat around the bush. Definitely be kind of rewind. I I do I see where you're coming from, though. It is it is sad because Robin Williams. You know, when when he died, I mean, that was a hard one. Like, it's it's always hard when celebrities. Uh, die but like especially the way that he went out and just we all knew that he struggled with depression for such a long period of time i mean i think that this movie encapsulates so much about what is great about robin williams all the funny voices the physical comedy the like emotional vulnerability just his—you can see that feeling of loss in his eyes when he's pleading with the judge at the end. You're like, wow, this guy is like a really good actor too. Yeah, he's so it. I... His his mind is so facile.
1: It's just like yeah. anything. It just it all comes out of him so easily. Yeah, definitely
0: on one to me. This is probably the best of the like comedy uh, flavored Robin Williams movies. Um
1: yeah i'm trying to think what else i'd put before this
0: i haven't seen well
1: what about jack or is that
0: oh eh, I, I i don't know we're gonna look at that yeah we'll, we'll probably end up watching i i remember that one from when i was a kid but um i don't have as much of a connection with it as as i do this movie um so yeah do we have any recommendations i mean i, I uh, it's really hard for me to think of like a recommendation instead of this movie uh, season
1: three of Arrested Development when uh, Tobias does Mrs. Featherbottom. <laughs> it's like four or five episodes. It's fucking gold. <laughs> but it's based off of Mrs. Doubtfire. So oh, if you really, really don't want to watch Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's Tobias and uh, Lindsay separating. So uh, oh, he does like a Mrs. Doubtfire thing. Yeah, and it's I fucking
0: kind, terrible. I kind of remember that, I think. Yeah. It's
1: so good. But that that would be a really weird recommendation because it's like obviously, oh, it's a callback to Mrs. Doubtfire. So trying to no, I
0: don't have a recommendation. I'm trying to think of like another divorce movie. I mean, this isn't in the same line at all, but I think it's just a great movie about divorce. Is um is a Marriage Story with um oh, with Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. It's a Noah Baumbach movie on Netflix. Um. It's an amazing movie. It's really challenging to watch, um, and it's probably not a it's probably not an appropriate recommendation at all because it's definitely not kid friendly. Um, but there you and go. And our our
1: demographic is pretty much like eight to seventeen.
0: Yeah, that's that's the only people who listen to this podcast. So yeah, um, you Thanks know, Justin. wait a few <laughs> wait a few years and then you can watch a Marriage Story or I think it, maybe it's just Marriage Story. I don't know. Anyway.
1: And then get all the references in uh, *Mrs. Doubtfire* when she's trying on all the faces and going, "Why does that lady have big nose?" And she, he's singing. What? When he's doing uh, um, uh, *Barbra Streisand*? When he's trying on all the different like latex faces.
0: Oh, okay. What? But we were talking about *A Marriage Story*.
1: I know, but I'm talking about, like, our demographic being too young to understand that, but you
0: would when you're older. Oh, this is a great joke. Well, hey, thanks, everybody, (laughs) for listening to this.
1: If you'd like to become one of our joke writers, email us at 88tapesbaby at gmail.com and uh, help. Help. help.
0: (laughs) Help. Just help in general. Um, well, yes. Thank you again for listening to this, to this episode. Um, Josh, do you want to do your very best, uh, 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 Mrs. Doubtfire impression and admonish me for putting my feet up on the couch? Uh, oh, thanks everybody. We'll see you next <laughs> yeah. week.